0: Our scripture reading this morning comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. Hear the good news. After this, there was a festival of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, there is a pool called, in Hebrew, Bethsaida, which has five porticoes. And these lay many invalids, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been ill for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lying there, he knew that he had been there for a long time. And he said to him, Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no one to put me into the water, into the pool, when it has been stirred up, and while I am making my way, someone else steps down ahead of me. Jesus says to him, stand up, take your mat, and walk. At once this man was made well, and he stood up, took his mat, and began to walk. Now this day was a Sabbath, so the Jews said to the man who had been cured, it is the Sabbath. It is not lawful for you to carry your mat. But he, asked, he answered them, the man who made me well said to me, take your mat and walk. This is the word of God for the people of God. As we discuss what the fullness of life in Christ looks like, I acknowledge that there is just so many great things revealed about Jesus in this passage. There are many lessons that we can learn from Jesus' thoughts, deeds, and actions just from these 11 verses alone. But I want to focus on two central aspects of Jesus that I find in the text, Jesus as the healer and Jesus who loved radically. In our scripture today, Jesus had gone up from Galilee to Jerusalem to celebrate one of the great religious holidays. Once inside, he came to the pool in Bethesda, and lying around the pool are sick and paralyzed people. They are there because legend has it that an angel would occasionally come down to stare up the water in the pool, and the first person to enter that pool after the angel stared up the water would be healed from their conditions. It was, of course, a common belief, and it was one that was of last hope for many of the people. It's not like, unlike things that we find today in our world. Like in southern France, there's a spa that many believe has healing capabilities. The shrine of Guadalupe in Mexico City is another place where thousands have gone and hope to find healing. Whether anyone was healed or not, the people still came believing that there was hope for healing there. Jesus' powers are no secret to us. We have seen his work in miracles and his healing powers performed in chapters previous to this one. But for those around Jesus at that time, they were just now catching on to who this man really was. Jesus moved in the midst of the sick and disabled there gathered around the pool. But Jesus did not heal everyone at the pool that day. As he moved among everyone overcome with various illnesses, he was drawn to one man in particular the man who was ill for 38 years, which indicates a sense of permanent illness. We're not told the nature of the man's disease, other than that it made him unable to walk, nor why among so many people, Jesus chose to heal this specific person. But from a careful study of this man and his conditions, we learn much about ourselves. Into the sea of desperate people, Jesus showed up. It's still interesting to consider that out of all these people, Jesus chose to heal one. It could have been because Jesus knew that the man had been lying there for years, but there may be other reasons that Jesus had compassion on him. One thing we do know from the scripture is that it, it was not because the man sought Jesus' help. In fact, the man didn't even know who Jesus was. Jesus encountered him and asked him a strange question. He said, do you want to be made well? Now, that seems like a crazy question to ask someone who's been paralyzed for 38 years. But what we know is that Jesus never asks questions that he doesn't already know the answer to, and he never asks questions without good reason. In the past 38 years, this man had been a beggar who lived by the pity of others. And if healed, he would lose all of that. By being healed, this man would venture out into the unknown, He would lose all of his present securities, and he would be responsible for himself. He would enter into a whole new world, completely stepping out of all of his comfort zones. Church, Jesus is asking, do we want to be made well? The fact is, we will go through extraordinary links to avoid unwelcome change in our personal lives, even if we are unaware of our resilience. Our lives are sick. We are paralyzed in heart and in mind, scared to even think about the world around us changing. And as a result, we live our dysfunctional lives in this dysfunctional world, and we never consider that God might actually have something new in store for us. We have learned to live like this, and it is as if though we are sick and not aware of it, and if we are aware of it, this somehow seems normal to us. Stepping out of what is normal can be uncomfortable. It can be scary, it can be messy, and it can be hard. So as ridiculous as the question may seem, We have to be honest with ourselves. Do we want to be made well? Are we willing to go through the uncomfortable, messy, and hard journey? And if so, and if the answer is yes, we must let Jesus do his work to transform us entirely. So Jesus then healed this man. And he said, get up and walk. After Jesus spoke these words, I imagine this once paralyzed man slowly rise as his legs shook out of weakness and his muscles stretched as he tried to walk for the very first time. I imagine it took everyone gathered there by surprise as they watched this man take slow but steady steps. I imagine many of them rejoicing, thinking that he finally, after all those years, was the first person to encounter that water. But little do they know, he encountered the presence of Jesus. But lo and behold, the religious leaders show up, ruining all the fun. They begin to scold him for carrying his mat on the Sabbath, while failing to realize that the fact that this man was now healed. They questioned him and recited the law, when in fact they should have been rejoicing in this time of celebration. So out of fear or out of happiness, this man simply tells the religious leaders that someone more powerful than he made him well. Jesus was radical in love. So much of what he did and what he was went against the grain of just about everything possible in Judean culture. First century Judaism defined community identity around three religious practices, circumcision, food law, and Sabbath observance. So a challenge to the Sabbath was seen as a challenge to the very definition of community in Jesus's time. But Jesus didn't care. He was trying to establish a new community, one built on the fabric of love, one that put people over law. And in Jesus's actions, I'm reminded of the story of Officer Ross. So sometime last week, Oklahoma City officers were called out to a loud noise complaint in South OKC. When they got there, they found a man set up with drums and playing on the side of the street. Officer Nathan Ross was the first to arrive, and he explained to them him why they were called out. He had to tell them that the music was too loud and someone was complaining. But little did anyone know, Officer Ross actually used to play the drums back in the day. Someone happened to capture Ross sitting down, showing them how it was done as he played those drums. When asked about this call, Officer Ross responded with these words. He said, I firmly believe that the success of our department, in part, is about our interaction with our citizens. I could have gone out there, talking down on them, telling them that it was too loud and they needed to turn it off, but this was a lot more fun. It gave me a chance to interact with our people that we serve. I got some hugs, I got some handshakes, and at the end of it all, they turned it down and they left. In turn, the department responded by saying, Yes, our officers have a job to do and they have laws to enforce. But how great it is when we can interact with the great citizens that we get to serve. Jesus had a job to do, He had laws to enforce and rules to follow. But how great is it that he interpreted that law through a lens of love and interacted with everyone in his community. As we look at life abundant in Christ, we find freedom from all our limitations. And we are compelled to radical love, as Jesus calls us to get up and walk out of the law of tradition and into the loving arms of Christ. People of God, get up and find life abundant in Christ. Amen.